Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my show. My uh, my name is Diana Bevoros. I'm your host, award-winning author, singer, songwriter. You can find out more about me on my website, dianabevoros.com, as well as the award today show and my past shows full of helpful tools to uh, transform your life and to give you everything what you need to go after your dreams, to go after your goals. So today I would like to go energy are with uh, how energy works and how people can exchange energy so I kind of found some articles uh, for you so I can read it and I hope this is going to help you because a lot of people again are very unfamiliar with um, how energy actually impacts us and how energy can uh, help us or uh, do the opposite uh, when it comes to interaction with other people and how we allow energy to impact us when um, uh, and how uh, energy is important in the way we feel and uh, how energy actually uh, uh, is important when it comes to uh, being around different people, people who are negative, people who are positive, and anyway, here is the article I found, Understanding How to Move and Manipulate Energy. Energy is pliable, animating life force, one that we can all understand in the context of how we feel from day to day. Sluggish, overtired, or on the flip side, invisible. Usually we attribute our low energy days to a lack of sleep or bad food, but it's significantly more complicated than that according to the therapist Amy Fawak, who believes that our energy system might very well be impacted by physical, emotional, and cognitive blocks we've picked up from childhood. Fawak, who practices a rich theory of the body-centered psychotherapy from the school of core energies spends her time helping people free or move stuck emotional energy so they can tap into the full potential. So energy and consciousness by Amy Fetchuk. We often complicate the word energy by trying to define it in scientific or mysterious terms. All we need to understand that energy is to get quiet and feel into ourselves or our surroundings. For example, when we feel present, our energy is grounded. When we feel attraction or repulsion, we may feel an energetic charge. When we laugh or cry, we may feel a discharge of our energy. Certain situations or people can deplete our energy. Alternatively, in places where we don't feel weird enough, we may cling onto others using their full source as our own. Even boundaries are a matter of energy. 
we may bind our energy when we want to create separation and let our energy flow openly when we want to come close. One of the first things we learn in school is that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, but it can be altered. Energy can be sped up or slowed down. It can exist in closed system in which the energy is held or bound, or it can exist on an open system in which the energy flows. Uncontained energy can cause a system to become frantic or fragmented. Depleted energy can cause a system to collapse. Despite its power, energy and of itself is neutral forces. It can it is consciousness that directs its movement. If we think of this in terms of the energy and consciousness of the human experience, we may see that the more conscious we are, the more we direct our energy towards creation, connections, and evolution. The less conscious we are, the more energy is used towards separation, stagnation, or even destruction. Blocked energy. In my practice, I work with energy blocks and the restoration of energetic integrity. After all, we can all recall moments when we fell in our flaw. Our mind is open and flexible. Our breath is deep and rhythmic, and we feel suspicious in our body. When we are in flaw, we hold a healthy balance between expansion and contraction and activation, doing, and receptively being allowing. We allow our reason, thinking, emotion, feeling, and we're doing it to work in partnership with each other. We have faith in ourselves in the process, and we find ourselves appropriately under undefended. We call this being in energetic integrity. Most people I know, including myself, find these moments of energetic integrity short-lived. Many people will more often describe that energy is feeling blocked, stagnant, or stuck. Their thinking is fixed and narrow. Their breath is held shallow and even, and certain muscles feel tight or weak. Energetically, they feel ungrounded over. Oh, sorry, overbounded, separated, underbound, and meshed or fragmented. They find it difficult to hold a healthy balance between doing and being, giving and receiving. They're aggressive or submissive. They're either overly reasonable, overly emotional, or overly willful. They struggle with stubbornness, procrastination, perfectionism, obsessive thinking, exaggerated individualism, or conformity. All of these are examples of energetic blocks. A cognitive blocks. A closed mind is an energetic block. When our belief system is fixed, we're blocked. I will often hear someone say, this is just how it is. I'm just not that kind of a person or God doesn't want me to have that. These are cognitive blocks. Forcing currents. When we lack faith in the process or in ourselves, our energy is blocked. In this place, we are unable to turn our will over. 
There is no surrender here. Instead, we force our energy onto situations or people because we don't trust we will get what we need. We believe the only way in is to force our way in. Our energetic grip is tight in controlling the cre- and create other messages. Give it to me or I will make you love me. We call this a forcing current of energy. What creates an energetic blocks? One of the pioneers of body psychotherapy, Wilhelm Ray, surmised that we block our own energy to defend against unwanted feelings or impulses. We refer to these blocks as the physical instrument of emotional repression. As he saw it, the blocking of energy was an adaptive strategy to manage life's frustration. Take a young child, for example. Every night when her father comes home, she runs to him and jumps into his arms. Each time she does this, her father pushes her away, either overly or subtly, the child feeling the humiliation of her father's rejection begins to contract and restrict her excitement and physical impulse to run towards him. She also begins to formulate a story to make sense of the experience. She may tell herself that her love is too much or that physical contact is bad. She may conclude that showing a man how much she wants him will lead to rejection or abandonment. Over time, the the containment of her impulses and Drawing conclusions about her experience, we have the effect of pulling lack of energy or contracting. When we meet this little girl in her adult life, we may see how this energetic contraction has impacted her life. We may see her struggle with expressing her feelings. She may describe her relationship of physical distance. She may have tendency towards perfectionism and seek the safety of admiration and other adoration over the risky nature of love and intimacy. She may have a narrative that includes, I'm too much, I'm not enough, I must contain myself, or I will not show anyone my needs and desires. In summary, she lives by a life task whose goal is to avoid rejection and humiliation and the pain associated with it at all costs. This adaptive life task of avoidance directs all her energy towards ensuring its fulfillment. She will most likely rely on her will to control her. She will most likely live in her head where reason and intellect reside and where, with the help of a strong will, her emotions and impulses can be contained. The energy of rage and grief resulting from the original experience so with her father, we will most likely be masked by energy of withholding aggression or numbing of her felt experience. She may report being misunderstood as cold and unfeeling. And yet, this could from the truth of who she really is. To, for underneath the maneuvering and manipulation of her energy, underneath all of the distorted beliefs, is the truth that it's her energetic life force. It is the energy of a child following the natural impulse to run and jump into arms of life. 
restoring energetic integrity. The restoration of energetic integrity requires a bit of self-exploration, the willingness to take the time and the risk. The task before us asks us to do the work to become more conscious. It asks us to take responsibility for the ways we use our energy to defend and stay separate. It asks us to get to know our belief system and be and the images we hold as absolutes. It asks us to feel into our body and energy and notice the places we distort and the places we refuse to begin. Placing his hands on his throat, saying, I will never speak again, or a woman with a tight shoulder, greedy or willing to reach her arms forward and ask for help comes to mind. As a young as you begin to become more conscious of your energy, pieces of the puzzle will come together. You may begin became to see ways to use your energy to defend against certain experience and emotions. You may begin to see how your energy has been used as a part of adaptive strategy, how it has served you and how it no longer does. You will hopefully begin to appreciate how using your energy in this way Holds you back from the potential that comes with embarrassing your full life forces. I believe this process isn't just for our own personal growth. If we can understand the relationship between our energy and conscious, then we may be able to understand the relationship between energy and conscious in the system we live in, such as in our families, our political system, money, war, and the way we treat our planet. What if for example, we understood war as the energetic distortion of power and creativity. Or what if we view the compulsive striving for economic wealth as a cognitive distortion of safety and scarcity abundance? Energetic distortion can be found almost everywhere in our society and in ourselves and are maintained through our lack of conscience. If we can begin to understand the contortion of energy and do the hard work to transform it back to its natural flow, we have a good chance of effecting real change in ourselves and in the world we live in. Helpful tips in getting to know your energy system. This is a process of becoming aware you can do it all at once, so embody spirit or curiosity and be willing to do so, to go show. Thoughts are for some energy. Become aware of your thinking. Start with your first thought of the day and go from there. Make a list. Notice your word choice and where your thinking feels fixed. This is how it is. Or flexible, this is how it could be. Through the course of your day, just stop, close your eyes, go inward and feel into where you are. Do you feel present? What is the nature of your breath? Are you holding it? How do you feel in your body? Restricted, relaxed, tired and collapsed, awake and alive. Move your body. Different parts, time, what happens when you move? Notice if any thoughts or feelings come up. Are there any certain parts of your body then 
when energized by movement, stirs something up in you. Do you feel you need to continue energy or do you let yourself move? Make sound by yourself or with others. Let your voice out. Energize you yes and no. Notice if one is easier than the other. Are you even willing to make noise? Just notice without judgment. Where are there forcing currents in your life? Where do you feel a relentless demand of yourself or another? Where are you forcing you, your will onto other people or situations? What happens to your energy in the presence of others? Take a note of your breath and body. Do you expand or contract? Play with your boundaries. Find a friend willing to explore energetic boundaries. Stand a certain distance from each other as one of your steps towards the other. Notice when you begin to feel the energy. See what happens to you as another's energy enters your energy field. Do you lose yourself at all? Do you feel less grounded? Do you feel you can use your voice and speak up and ask her or him to come closer or back away? Make a list of different feelings. Free associate with each feeling. What's your relationship to the feeling? What you believe or images about these feelings? Where do you tend to feel those feelings, if at all, in your body? Where are you most comfortable meeting the world? Do you lead with reason, thinker, emotion, fewer, or will doer? If you lead with one, how do you feel about the others? What parts of your body do you meet the world with? You had your heart, your hands. Seek another experience of your energy and observe the energy of others. How do you feel in their presence? Are you invited in or kept at bay? Do you feel they hold back, hold in, hold up, corpse, or scatter their energy, tune in and feel into it? Don't figure it out. Feel it out. So these are some exercises. This is some basic information about energy. So uh, be aware of it because it's really impacting you life. And uh, be aware of the your surroundings. Be aware of the people. They can drain you and they can charge you at the same time by draining you. Um, pay attention how you are around certain people when you meet them, when you share your uh, thoughts, when you share your feelings, when you share your goals, uh, pay attention to all of it because this is really important uh, in uh, the way you live your life and other things you want, uh, which you want in your life. If um, these people around you help you or uh, do the opposite because uh, these again um way your life is going to work and a lot of people are, are having a hard time understanding that and uh, that's why I actually decided to create this show to make sure that you have um, an idea again that energy is really important and uh, if you have something that it never works or um, um, you feel like you're always uh, tired, you are always depleted, your energy is always depleted, it means that there is something wrong in your life you need to pay attention to and um, 
things like this happen. So you need to, again, pay attention to yourself and uh, you need to pay attention to uh, uh, your encounters with other people and your surroundings. And uh, so you can turn things around for yourself and um, you need to take care for yourself by keeping your energy uh, in in a level there it should be in uh, the way because energy uh, again impacts your life and it's really pivotal for you to make sure that your energy is uh, on the level where it should be in order to attract what you want not what you don't want in your life so I can tell you that energy we feed from each other. Researchers, here it is something about energy again. We don't have time to read the whole uh, article. This uh, research is conducted at BLF University has shown that a plant can draw energy from another source like plants near them. Besides plant, the discovery applies to some other forms of life and humans can eat of each other energy the same way planes to study says so here it is important um, definition be to attract the things you want uh, when it comes to money when it comes to people when it comes to goals to dreams you need uh, to uh, make sure that nobody feeds from energy and depletes you from them energetic level you should be in order to make a difference in your life and to feel yourself so i hope this uh, podcast is going to help you it's available to download for free on blog talk radio and on uh, itunes please again comment and let me know what kind of a topic you wish me to cover and um let me know how you feel about my podcast i would love to know your feedback it's really important for me and um, don't you think I do, and I do these podcasts to help everyone understand some things in life that are really important they don't pay attention to. And the reason they don't pay attention to is because they don't have time or they have um, never thought, like in this case, that energy is so important um, subject and they need to know more about it. And uh, this is going to make you, to help you feel better in your life and attract the things you want, not the things you don't want. So uh, you can schedule free one-hour consultation that is going to be available to you the end of January after that. It's going to be gone forever. And um, you can do that on my Block Talk Radio um, website or you can do it on my website, theannabawaros.com. Please subscribe, make your friends subscribe as well. And I, again, will cover any topic you feel like you need some more information as well as invite somebody, expert who will be uh, answering your question and educating you based on the topic you would like me to cover on my podcast. So thank you so much for being on my show. Uh, and um I wish everyone an amazing weekend since I do my show every Friday, 12.30 p.m. And um, 
Again, the show is available to download for free on iTunes, Talk Talk Radio Speaker, as well as YouTube. Thank you so much again for being with me. Till next Friday. Goodbye.